Welcome to the Whiskers and Wings podcast, where we tell imaginative tales for kids and the kid at heart. I'm Teresa, and I'm so glad you could join us today. Every week, we'll post a story or two we hope will make your imagination take flight. And this week's story is a little different than usual because it's the second half of a two-part story. If you haven't listened to the first part, we encourage you to check out last week's episode first. It's an original story written by me, Teresa, and is all about our friends Garrett and Kara visiting their Uncle Quinn in the big city. So without further ado, here is our story, A Trip to the City, Part 2. Garrett and Kara stared out through the wide window at the strange world below. Tiny cars and trucks, buses and cabs zoomed along the busy streets with cyclists, joggers, walkers, and whole groups of people moving about the streets and sidewalks, ducking in and out of the many buildings and doors. Garrett and Kara were 14 stories up, higher than either of them had ever been before. And yet, other taller skyscrapers nearby reached impossibly high above them. It makes me feel a little dizzy, Kara said with a giggle, stepping back from the window. How did they ever build such tall buildings? Really long ladders, Garrett suggested. There's no ladder in the world tall enough to build these, their Uncle Quinn said, pulling on a jacket. They used really, really tall cranes and other equipment to build them. Look over there, he pointed to their right. You can see where a new building is in the works. Garrett and Kara's eyes grew wide as they looked at the rectangle of tall pillars, metal rods and beams, and some concrete. That's going to be a building like this one? Kara asked. Yup, Uncle Quinn said. And that's only about half as tall as it'll be in the end. Whoa, Garrett replied. How long does it take to build a building like that? Uncle Quinn shrugged. Sometimes it can take a couple of years, sometimes less, sometimes more. Come on, you three, Garrett and Kara's mom said. We better go find something to eat before this one, she nudged Garrett and Kara's dad, gets too hungry. You know how cranky he can get when he gets hungry. I do not get cranky, their dad said. You do too, everyone else replied with a laugh. They followed Uncle Quinn out of the apartment and back to the elevator. Kara got to push the button this time, L for lobby. When they got out, they found a few different people were coming in and out of the building. Uncle Quinn nodded to several of them and waved at the man behind the desk. Then they were out of the big front doors and into the noise of the city sidewalk. There were horns honking down the street, the rev of a truck engine somewhere nearby, people talking, someone shouting, and the hum of cars and trucks and buses. Some upbeat Latin music was playing from a restaurant across the street, whose sidewalk patio was full of tables and people eating. Can we eat there? Garrett asked. I like tacos. Me too, Kara said. Uncle Quinn looked to their mom and dad, who both shrugged with a grin. Sounds good to me, their dad said. But how do we get over there? Kara said, feeling a bit nervous about trying to cross such a busy, noisy street. Follow me, Uncle Quinn said, taking her hand. He led them to where the sidewalk ended, 
and pointed to a pair of white lines on the street and a blinking neon sign across from them that showed an orange hand. This is the crosswalk, he explained. Right now, that flashing orange hand is telling us to wait. It's not safe to cross the street. But in a minute, it'll change into a picture of a person walking, and that's the signal that it should be safe to cross the street. Still, we'll look up and down the street first before crossing, just to make sure it's safe. Kara squeezed her uncle's hand, her eyes on the flashing orange hand sign. A moment later, the cars in front of them slowed to a stop, and a second later, the orange hand disappeared and the image of a person walking appeared. Uncle Quinn took a quick look up and down the street and gave them a nod. Ready? He stepped into the street, everyone else doing the same. They stayed between the two white lines and all the cars waited while they crossed. They safely arrived on the other side of the street and Kara felt a thrill of joy. We made it! She exclaimed. They went to the restaurant and Uncle Quinn made sure they got a table out on the sidewalk patio where Garrett and Kara could watch the busy city street while they enjoyed their delicious tacos. Afterwards, they decided to take a walk around the neighborhood. They followed the sidewalk, and where they needed to, they crossed the busy street using the walk-don't-walk signs to guide them. There was so much to see here! Uncle Quinn pointed out places and buildings to them, and he and Garrett and Kara's parents had a lot to talk about with all the business and stuff that went on downtown. But Garrett and Kara mostly just watched all that was going on around them. On one corner, they saw a man playing a guitar, his guitar case laying open before him. He was very good, and their mom gave them each a dollar which they could put into the man's guitar case. He smiled at them and nodded as he continued to play. Further down the same street, a woman was selling hot dogs from a little wheeled cart. Even though they were still full from the tacos, their dad insisted he needed a hot dog as well, and let the kids each have a bite. It tasted like a pretty regular hot dog, but it was fun to be eating one that came from right here in the city. Eventually, they came to a large grassy park with a number of trees and benches and even a little playground area. Garrett and Kara climbed around on it for a while, but their mom and dad wanted to keep exploring the city, so they didn't get to play for very long. Uncle Quinn led them across the park to a big white building with tall pillars along its front. It looked very important and old, and like something out of a storybook. What is this place? Kara asked, taking her uncle's hand again. This, he said, is the city's biggest art museum. It's one of my favorite places to visit. Garrett frowned. An art museum? Like with paintings and stuff? Yep, Uncle Quinn replied. But I don't think you're going to find it boring. Come on. They went up the big white steps to the front doors of the building, and Kara gasped as they went inside. It was beautiful! More tall pillars led up to wide, domed ceilings that had carvings all along them. The floors were a glossy dark stone, and a tall grayish statue of a man stood in front of them. Behind the statue, a round fountain was sprinkling water. Uncle Quinn had been right. This place was anything but boring. They went from hall to hall, room to room, and saw the most amazing things. They saw long, beautiful cloth tapestries that were like paintings, only they were made of thread and showed pictures of people from long ago. They saw more statues and stone carvings from all over the world. Some of them were so old, they were as old as the Egyptian pyramids, or even older. 
They saw suits of armor, which Garrett really liked looking at, and rooms with fancy furniture and costumes on mannequins that made Kara think of her favorite princess movies. They saw paintings of every kind, old and new, bright and colorful, big and small. Some of the things, Garrett and Kara weren't exactly sure what to think of, and others they couldn't stop looking at until they realized there were even more amazing things to see. There was a room set up to look like an old Japanese study, and another meant to be the living room of a long-ago English king. There were wooden masks from parts of Africa and tribal headdresses from Native American tribes. Everywhere they looked, there was something new and exciting to see. There were halls full of paintings and drawings in languages they couldn't read, but still thought were fun to look at. There were silly things and serious things, beautiful things and, well, not as beautiful things. They could have spent all day looking about, but their mother said after a while that they needed to get going if they were going to get to the surprise in time. This grabbed Garrett and Kara's attention right away. What surprise? they asked together. Uncle Quinn and their parents exchanged a sneaky smile. Oh, you'll see, he said. He led them back out of the main part of the museum to a long hallway that took them to a part of the building they hadn't been in yet. This part seemed different and not like the museum at all. A line of windows stood in front of them with people standing behind them, handing slips of paper to the people who came up to them. What's going on? Garrett said, stopping suddenly. Are you going to leave us here with them? Their parents laughed and Uncle Quinn shook his head with a smile. No, buddy. Just trust me. I think you're going to like this. He stepped up to one of the windows, told the lady his name, and was given a handful of the slips of paper. He returned to them and handed Garrett and Kara each one of the papers. These are our tickets, he said. We are going to see a play. A play? Kara said. Like, with people on a stage and with music and stuff? Uh-huh. Uncle Quinn said. And I think you'll like this one. It's a story I think you know something about. He pointed to a big poster on the wall that showed a young girl in a blue dress peering through a wooden door all covered in green ivy. The Secret Garden! Kara cried, reading the title on the poster. We're going to watch a play of The Secret Garden? Yep, her mom said, giving her a side hug. I thought you might like to see it now that we've listened to the book together. They went inside and followed a long hallway. Then they came through a door and a huge room opened up before them. Seats filled the floor in a downward slope and at the far side stood a huge wide stage with a big red curtain hung across the front. Kara practically skipped down the aisle as she followed her uncle to the row where they would find their seats. Other people and families were also finding their seats, and there was a lot of talking and laughing going on in the room. They found their seats soon, and Garrett and Kara settled down with excited grins. They had seen a play at the high school last spring, which had been really fun, but they could tell this was going to be very special. Uncle Quinn pointed out where just below the front of the stage, there was a huge hole in the floor. That's where the orchestra, all the musicians, are sitting. Soon, the lights dimmed, and the room became very quiet. Then, suddenly, there was music. Kara sat up as straight as she could in her chair to try to see the musicians, 
but she couldn't quite see them. Uncle Quinn leaned over and said, During intermission, we'll sneak down there and take a look. And then Kara forgot all about the musicians as the big red curtain slowly rose upward, revealing a whole other world on the other side. The play was starting. It was magical. Kara and Garrett both loved it. They watched as the story they'd listened to just hours before came to life right in front of their eyes. They got to see the cranky, lonely girl from the story learn to be kind and nice and friendly. They watched as the boy who made friends with animals helped the girl's spoiled cousin to think of others. Best of all, they got to see the secret garden itself somehow brought to life on the stage. They laughed at the funny parts, Kara got teary-eyed at the sadder parts, and they clapped and clapped with joy at the wonderful ending. As the actors bowed and the orchestra played the last song of the night, Kara and Garrett both felt so happy and sort of sad that it was all over so soon. As they made their way out of the theater, Uncle Quinn led them to a nearby shop that sold delicious ice cream. Kara got strawberry cupcake ice cream, while Garrett got double chocolate fudge swirl. They ate the ice cream as they made their way through the busy evening streets of the city back toward their Uncle Quinn's apartment building. The elevator took them up to the 14th floor, and Garrett and Kara rushed back to the window. This time, they were looking down in the city at night, and it was a completely different sight. Back home on the farm, there was darkness at night pretty much everywhere, except for the moon and the stars and the big light out in the middle of the farmyard. But here, there were lights everywhere. In buildings, on buildings, around buildings, along the streets, coming from cars. They could still see far into the distance, and their eyes saw more pinpricks of lights from other buildings and neighborhoods and parks. Kara looked up and squinted. Where are all the stars? Uncle Quinn sat down nearby and sighed. That is one of the things you get to have that we city folks don't. You don't have stars? Garrett said. It's not that we don't have them, Uncle Quinn replied. It's just that we can't see them. There are too many lights in the city, and it's just too bright down here to see what's going on up there. Do you miss the stars sometimes? Kara asked him. Uncle Quinn nodded. I do. I often miss the wide open spaces of the farm and seeing the stars and not having to dodge busy traffic. But you still like living here, right? Garrett said. Uncle Quinn nodded with a smile. I do. I'm afraid I'm a city guy who just sometimes misses the country. Well, Kara said, sitting beside him. You can always come visit us and see the stars. Uncle Quinn wrapped an arm around her and gave her a squeeze. I do love visiting you all. Should I come out there for Thanksgiving? Yeah, Garrett said. We'll make extra mashed potatoes. I know you like those. Uncle Quinn patted his stomach. Oh, you know it. Kara sighed and looked out the window. I like the city too, but I'm not sure I'd want to live here. Not yet anyway. Then we should make the most of your time while you're here, Uncle Quinn said. After all, there's still so much we haven't seen yet. How about we do some more exploring tomorrow? Yes! Both Garrett and Kara cried. The End
We hope you enjoyed the second half of our story, A Trip to the City. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, and a new Whiskers and Wings story will appear in your favorite podcast player every Thursday. You can also help others to discover the stories you've enjoyed here by sharing the podcast on social media, inviting friends to give it a try, or writing a review on Apple Podcasts. Garrett and Kara got to try and see many new and exciting things on their trip to the big city. What are some fun and fascinating things you've seen while visiting a new place? Feel free to draw a picture of some of your favorite things you've seen or done in a new place and ask an adult to help you share it with us, either through our email, whiskersandwingspodcast at gmail.com, or social media, where they can find us on Instagram at whiskersandwingspodcast, on Twitter at whiskerwingpod, or on our website, whiskersandwingspodcast.com. Until next time, keep using your imagination! Whiskers and Wings podcast was created, recorded, and edited by Teresa Sales. Theme music by Ruth Richmond.